Welcome to Student Success Secrets, short and sweet study hacks for busy students who want to stress less and tap into their true academic potential. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti. Have you ever asked yourself why people have different skills? Why is understanding science easier for them than it is for me? Or how does the person always get straight A's? If so, you're not alone. I spent most of my academics trying to crack the code, but without success. The truth was, I kept studying harder, pulling questionable all-nighters, and yet I was not getting the results I wanted. Eventually, I realized that the current school system is simply not built to teach us how to learn, how to study, and how to think. In search for answers while pursuing my medical school dream, I decided to take charge on my own education. But the real question is, what is the key to learning? Join me on my journey as I share the little known secrets to stress less, shift priorities, and get better grades. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti, and this is the Student Success Secrets Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of Student Success Secrets. I'm so excited to embark on this journey with you, and I'm very excited to share the first part of the interview I did with Dr. Roy Martina, holistic coach for more than 40 years, a leadership trainer, business strategist, and world champion in martial arts. And in this first part, he's going to share with us the secrets of sleep learning or so-called auto-suggestion. And that is the my very own and first success secrets that I found during school in order to re- retain more information and also program my brain to you know be more efficient and increase learning. I think first it's important to tell a little bit uh, history, how I got into this. And it started for me when I was 11 years old and I went to high school. And what you need to know is before I went to high school, I was what's called a um, troubled child. And uh, I had problems learning. I had attention deficit syndrome. I was hyperactive. And I could not focus and follow the class. And in the first part of school, the first six years, I was what is called in a dream state all the time. I was not paying attention. I was just daydreaming most of the time, which now I understand is a brain state that is a relaxed state. So when when we are focused and and really want to uh, consume information, we are in better state. That's our most conscious state. And that's where the brain waves are the fastest and interestingly enough, the most chaotic. So the more we try to focus, the more chaotic our brain becomes. And when we start to relax and like listening to music or running or under a shower, we go into an alpha state, which is a slower and more harmonious brain state. And this is where we are in contact with a subconscious mind. This is where we can access 
memories from before. So when a person goes into this relaxed brain state, that's when things start to pop up. A lot of people know before you go to sleep, oh, you think I have to do this or do that, you know, and then if you go deeper into relaxation, what I, what I call the dream state almost, but not sleeping yet, even though some people may be asleep, you are not anymore in your own conscious field, but you're now connected what we call with the field of consciousness. And what most people don't know is that we are, our brains, especially the right side of our brains, has the capacity to tap wireless into the field. Actually, practically like a, a phone or a computer, we can tap wireless into the field. So when I was a young student between 5 and 11, I was always tapped into that field. And I had a lot of, I call them friends, imaginary friends, and that I was playing with. I was just in another, I know people call it fantasy, but I was in fantasy land most of the day. And when the teacher would call my name and ask me a question, the answer would pop up into my mind, like someone was whispering the answer into my mind. And I would just say whatever they said in my head, and the answer was always right. So I was a brilliant student in the first six uh, grades. And then when I went to high school, I couldn't tap into that field anymore. I do not know why. Was it beginning of puberty or whatever? And all my friends disappeared. And I went from being a so-called smart dreamer kid. I went to be the dumbest in the class. I knew nothing. <laughs> zero, zero recollection, nothing. And one day I did get a brilliant idea. And the brilliant idea was to record all the material that I needed to study because I, I could not, I had a, uh, we call it attention deficit syndrome. But what I could do was read into, a, let's say, a recorder. So everything of geography, history, whatever I need to learn, I would record. And then during the night for six, seven hours, I would put on the headphones and I would just go to sleep. I would not pay attention at all to the material. So for me, I discovered sleep learning. But it was not only sleep learning, because at some point I start adding what now I know are hypnotic suggestions. Yeah. So I would start adding suggestions like, you know, uh, I will remember everything in the moment I need to remember everything because I had this fear that I would not remember. So I was giving myself, without knowing anything about hypnosis, I was giving myself these suggestions. And over time, I've done this for, uh, I don't know, maybe till the end of medical school when I said to learn, and I went from being the dumbest in the class to be the brightest student with the best grades ever. And even my medical exam, I passed with what we say flying colors, cum laude. I developed what's called a photographic memory. I could remember everything and so on and so on. So this was my first contact with, I call it no sleep learning. And we have also applied that, for example, with my daughter for math and German and, and those kind of things. So that's, that's to be applied. And when I became a medical doctor, uh, and uh, I, I soon got into holistic medicine, into acupuncture, homeopathy, what, what was then considered fringe 
science. It was not accepted. And, but it was intriguing to me because I had problems in my neck from a car accident. And because of acupuncture, my, my symptoms went away. And that's how I got into, let's say, acupuncture and those other things. And then I, I made two discoveries. And one discovery was that I had a lot of patients that were poor. They couldn't pay. And so I started teaching them acupressure because they couldn't come, let, let's say, for 10 treatments. Maybe they could only come yeah. for two treatments. So I started doing acupressure, and I noticed that they were uh, curing much quicker than the people would pay. So I discovered one thing. When a person takes responsibility for their own future, they, they go faster. You know, there's, there's not a factor. The second thing I, I, I tried, I said, what if I would develop again, uh, I would call them audio sessions for my clients so that they will get during their sleep, they would get these suggestions for health. And they made a series specifically giving suggestions for the body to repair itself, to have a better immune system, yeah. to be more vital, to get more energy, to reduce stress. And to my surprise, it was phenomenal. I had people curing from cancer, just listen to my CDs. Uh, people who couldn't pay for my services would buy the CDs, at that time CDs, of course, and they would get better. And the combination of self-responsibility and suggestions in a, what we call in the appropriate brain state, either alpha or theta, was the right combination. And uh, then hell broke loose. I started creating over hundreds of audio programs yeah. for stress management, for better sleeping, for allergies, for all kinds, kinds of stuff. And later on, I also studied hypnosis and I became better in giving even more precise suggestions. And there was one interesting discovery that made a lot of difference for me is when I start studying what I call the quantum science, which is basically the laws of the immaterial world. When what we call the physical laws are the Newtonian laws, but the quantum laws are actually about energy. And then what the next thing I discovered is the power of intention and the desired outcome. So when you start, for example, you go to bed at night and you set an intention how you want to wake up the next day. Yeah. And you do that on a regular basis, you can influence the body. You can influence the body on stress levels. You can influence the body on recalling information on passing examinations. So when we focus the mind on the desired outcome and we use certain techniques like uh, for intention setting in a metaphorical way or whatever, we get better results also in health, but in also uh, in stress levels, examination, those kind of things. So this is kind of how I got from my own <laughs> study problems to yeah. even the medical part of the whole thing. 